Hello and welcome to a Little Birdies Friday Lines. I'm your host, OB. Joining me again today, MG, for your AFL and top rope for NRL to preview AFL Round 3, NRL Round 4 for Season 2022. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. MG, good to have you back. Hey, OB. Good morning. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh... Gee, it's been an uh, average start to the week, really. <laughs> we'll get into this uh, AFL game last night. We were just uh, talking pre-show. It was like a worse off. We had both the uh, AFL and NRL up on the screen in the office. And uh, tell you what, we were looking for a third show to watch. Um, very ordinary start to the week in both games. Well, the cricket in Pakistan was all right. But uh, anyway, we uh, top rope. Uh, not uh, your game last night didn't set the world on fire. Uh yeah, you wouldn't call it a classic, but it's just the imagination. We, uh, we were one minute away and a lucky bounce away from having the first trialist game in 29 years. Uh, sometimes you get low-scoring games that are just absolute defensive classics. This was not one of them. This was uh, a battle of uh, uh, absolute incompetence. Uh, so, yeah, really uh, got to a point where I actually considered uh, clicking to the AFL. Like, I didn't reach... I didn't plummet to such depths, but uh, I did consider it. And uh, last week, a couple of a uh, couple of bad beats from uh, from your books there, top rope. The fact I'm here, OB, is one of life's great miracles. Uh, Saturday uh, will forever be known as Black Saturday uh, from a betting point of view. I uh, took the young fella down to Bathurst. Yeah, good dad, good dad stuff. I uh, we jumped in the car, we picked up some KFC, we went around Mount Panorama. <laughs> so how good am I going? Yeah, what a what a what a great dad. So we go to the uh, go to the footy. Uh, his first ever NRL game. We're on the nights early, plus twelve and a half Tuesday bet. Thinking, oh, this is pretty good. Just jumped eight. Anyway, cruising up six four. Play gets set off. Just like, well, this is a debacle. Then what happens? Uh, the nights kind of hang around. Down by eight with a minute and a half to go. Thinking, well. Probably looking good here. Penrith scores like, ah, we're absolutely cast. Misses the conversion 12. It's like, all right, we are home. A try short kickoff doesn't go there. They run down the other end of the field. Penrith score a late try thing. Well, this is going to be a long drive home. Pretty dark times. But anyway, it's got to be the worst of it. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, last try in the Storm Eels game, scores the last try in regulation. Uh, Eels still got a winner. Goes through, I win, misses, I probably win. No, it's the post, the slowest player on the field, uh, Ray Stone. Not only collects the ball, he does his ACL, putting his first ever career sidestep on and falls over the line to score a try. Wow, that's two bad bets in a row. Better double down on the Titans here in the last. It's been a dark day, but we'll get out of trouble here. Led 22 0. I thought, wow, all's good with the world. Titans plus one and a half. Can't lose from here. They blow a 22-0 lead to lose 24-22, the best losers by half. Yeah, dark, dark times. Oh, well, thanks for that. That's all we've got time for for this week's show. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this week's know... show brought to you by Beyond Blue. <laughs> I know I know the AFL segment went a bit long last week. We started off like, like a house on fire, the NRL this week. <laughs> I've got Borgo screaming my ear, hurry up, hurry up. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, now, MG, last night's game, uh, once again, wasn't a classic. Uh, probably one of the worst first halves you'll, you'll see. Uh, Bulldogs inaccurate kicking. Uh, then the Swans just sort of hang around. Yeah, horrible game. 
you know, it was, it, we were all looking forward to it. Kick off Thursday night under the dome, perfect conditions. Uh, Bulldogs obviously 0-2 coming in under pressure and the Swans free rolling at 2-0. But, uh, yeah, terrible game. Uh, the Bulldogs obviously... On the scoreboard, anyway, probably should have had the game over definitely at half time and again at three quarter time. I just couldn't put uh, Sydney away, and geez, Sydney's disposal was terrible. They just butchered it coming out of the back half. I think um, I think that's got to do a little bit to do with the Bulldogs' pressure. One hundred percent. I think yeah. their pressure ramped up. I'd like to see what the stat was. I didn't see what the actual figure was for their for their pressure, but it seemed like it was higher. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was just uh, you know. It, you can look at it two ways. I think Sydney were were obviously lucky to be so close. They probably had a couple of uh, ordinary uh, decisions go against them late, uh, especially late in the third quarter. The Bulldogs just kind of got in that range and kept kicking that next goal when they had to, and Sydney just couldn't put that two or three in a row to uh, close the gap. But uh, yeah, maybe one of the worst half contenders uh, for the year. I know I know the league was sitting at two and two at halftime as well, but. Uh, yeah, the highlights would have taken about eight seconds to uh, show in the AFL game. Um, yeah, it was you know it was a poor game. Good win for the Bulldogs, one they needed. So they've uh, they'll move on to uh, what do they got? Rich Richmond next week, and uh, Sydney will need a rebound. Lucky they've got the Kangaroos next week. So. And uh, I think the late goal to Bonnipelli might have uh, put out a few uh, a few punters. Yeah, well, I don't want to come over the top of top rope telling his weekend story of how many bad beats he had. Lucky he wasn't going over any bridges by the sounds of it. That. Uh, yeah, we took, uh, well, kind of dove in the week before, Sydney a plus of the nine and a half uh, OB. I thought I was telling you a week out that uh, seemed to be a reasonable price and then uh, dipped in again at the uh, plus four and plus three uh, for this week. So thought I had a chance to get both and then uh, get a goal with a minute to go uh, to get inside the uh, nine and a half at five points. I thought I might have a chance at the late chocolates for uh, the last minute and uh, the Bulldogs somehow go and manage to squeeze a goal with 20 seconds on the clock and uh, do both. So... Anyway, not the best start. We'll move on uh, to uh, Friday now. Oh, the great game. It wasn't a great game. <laughs> great game. A lot of damage downstairs in the studio <laughs> for anyone's wondering. Cleaner need to come by. Uh, well, we'll get straight into it. It's time for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. Uh, we get into the first match of the round for the AFL uh, with MG, Melbourne versus Essendon. 7.20pm tonight at the MCG. Melbourne, $1.19. Essendon are friendless at the moment, 4.85. The line, minus 28.5, over and under 165.5. Which way are you, uh, you're leaning there, MG? Yeah, the market's open uh, around 25, OB. So you're right, it's all, all Essendon at this stage. Um, and they're getting to a very short quote. Um, you know, both of a six-day break. Obviously, Melbourne 2-0, Essendon 0-2. So that's a big gap in the form at the moment. Um you know, be a good game at the MCG. I think Essendon's issue is going to be in the midfield. Unfortunately, Melbourne's got uh, fuller power running on all cylinders pretty much in the midfield. Now, uh, uh, losing merit on the top of Langford early will we'll hurt Essendon. I know they do get Shield back, but he might be short of a, a gallop. I just think the difference will be the big bodies in the middle. I just think Melbourne Melbourne are too strong, too heavy for Essendon's uh, kind of smaller midfield. It's probably too much is going to fall to Stringer. So, yeah, I just think... I, 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 the line's big enough. I would, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't be diving into the minus twenty eight and a half. I think Essendon probably represents some value, and looks like they're heading to at least five dollars in their head to head. So, if anything, I'd be backing the plus. Uh, the totals come down a bit. Uh, kind of agree with the total as well. So, I just think this is probably a sit and watch uh, big game for Essendon. They don't want to drop zero and three going forward. Ob. No, definitely not. And I've, uh, I think Scooty and I sort of talked them up at the start of the year. If we go sort of zero and three. Um, it's a long way back for the Bombers. Yep. Um, I think the Bulldogs last night, you know, zero and two. Now they're one and two. They sort of get back 
uh, you know, get back into contention there. So zero on three, it's a long way back. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, fingers crossed for Essendon. But I think Melbourne are going really well. Yep. Um, you know, their back line's still a little bit decimated with no Lever, Hibbert and, uh, and Salem. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think they're, they're finding a way. And, and Gold Coast might be a bit better than what people think up there. Um, yep. So the win last week might have been all right. So, um, yeah, what's the, 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 the final say on that one? Uh, I'd probably if I was if I was leading Melbourne's way, I'd angle probably the one to thirty nine kind of range. I think that probably represents maybe the better value. I think Essendon are going to have to put up some fight down zero and two. Um, but yeah, I'd be I'd stay away from probably the line and the total in this stage for me. As we move across to the NRL first match, uh, we'll have a look at Cronulla versus Newcastle. Uh, it's the early game tonight, uh, six pm. Uh, the Sharkies dollar forty four, Newcastle two dollars eighty eight. The line minus six and a half over under thirty six point five. Uh, top rope, which uh, which way are you looking there? Uh, it's absolutely torrential in Sydney. So first of all, was the over. Uh, Sharks sailed over the total uh, in wet conditions last week. Uh, probably leaning the over still on thirty six and a half. Don't mind it in the, even in the current conditions, but not a great betting game from a from a win point of view. Sharks have just kind of really improved week to week. Uh, I'm a new coach, Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, Nico Hines, Squiddy's new favourite player. Uh, absolutely sensational last week. Provided mix for, for the Dalian. I, I kind of feel that the Knights might be a little bit rattled after losing Mitch Barnett. I suppose it's been a kind of, you know, a pretty dire, dire result for them after kind of a couple of good opening weeks. Probably erased some of the, the goodwill that come out of that. Ponger back for them, but probably lean towards the minus. And just on uh, just on um, this suspension during the week, was it a little bit a little bit light from from all reports? And, and can the NRL can they contest that at all, like they, they can in the AFL? They could uh, they could um, appeal the process and, and ask for a, a bigger suspension. But oh, I think six weeks was was probably fair. It was a raised elbow. And, yeah, it was kind of off the ball. He deserved a pretty heavy suspension. Six weeks is a fairly hefty high suspension. Yeah, he he didn't really kind of swing it at him or, or you know, kind of going on. He was, it was definitely reckless. It was definitely kind of you know, beyond careless. But I don't think there was any kind of real intent there to, 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 to seriously damage him. So uh, six weeks is a bit. Uh, second game of the AFL to look at, Collingwood versus Geelong, 7.25 Saturday night at the MCG. Uh, Collingwood two dollars eighty, uh, Geelong a dollar forty six. The line fourteen and a half over and under one sixty six point five. A tale of uh, a tale of two Geelongs, and uh, Collingwood yeah. probably had a little bit of a soft run um, yeah. the first two rounds. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how both sides shape up here. Yeah, good summary, Ob. Uh, I, I think this is a good test for Collingwood where they're at. They've obviously played some uh, weaker opposition. They've got the job done. They've scored over a hundred points both times. So they'll they'll come in with confidence and their tail up. But this is definitely you know. Tougher defense to go against in Geelong, and Geelong will uh, want to put this on the board because they certainly would have had this penciled in for a W uh, preseason. I think Collywood's issue is going to be uh, the Twin Towers up four for Geelong. How they're going to uh, stop both Cameron and Hawkins? I think that will be where the game is won. Just if uh, I think Geelong will be able to shut down Collingwood scoring, and it's whether this game might become ugly. I, I, I know they've scored freely both both sides so far with the over games, but I, I think the history shows. Uh, uh, in in these two teams, they play low scoring games, so and the total started to go that way, one sixty nine down to one sixty six. So I can I think that'll continue for the line. I actually I think Geelong's not a bad price here. I, I think it'll be a tough test for Collingwood coming up against Geelong. The problem is if you take Geelong with uh, fourteen points, is which Geelong turns up. But if 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 eighty to ninety percent of the Geelong side turns up, I think they'll be covering this line. 
And uh, congratulations to Joel Selwood breaking yep. Stephen Kernahan's uh, record as most uh, games captain in uh, AFL VFL history. Uh, you can't help but admire Joel Selwood uh, on and off field. Just a terrific, terrific leader, terrific person. Um, and just, yeah, congratulations from uh, everyone at uh, Little Birdie uh, for Joel Selwood for breaking Stephen Kernahan's record. As we move to uh, the second game for analysis on the NRL side of things, uh, the grand final rematch, uh, Penrith and South Sydney, Friday night, 8.05 at Penrith. Uh, betting prices, Penrith uh, $1.40, South Sydney three oh five. The line minus seven and a half over under thirty seven point five. Uh, top rope uh, promises to be a fantastic game. South last week against the Roosters looked uh, looked pretty good. A couple of disallowed tries, a couple of drop balls over the line. Could have won by a bit more. Um, and uh, and Penrith just keep on keeping on. Which uh, which way are you leaning? Oh, I just absolutely love this game. You know, Latrell he's been back a couple of weeks, but he no doubt would have had this game penciled in after missing the grand final last year. Nathan Cleary back for. Uh, Penrith, they might get James Harrison, Liam Martin back as well. Uh, just an absolutely monumental game. Penrith, they're defending an 18-game winning streak at Penrith Stadium. So much on the line here. Uh, I think the line is a touch too big. You know, there's, there's, there's plenty of rain around and points are going to be pretty hard to come by. You know, I'm pretty keen to have a seven and a half. South have come out of the last 12 against the uh, the Panthers. Not, you know, a huge amount of confidence, but I think the plus is definitely on it. Yeah, I do think South's going to win this. This game is, is probably going to be more to South than it is to Penrith. So, uh, and look, the Panthers, they've got their shown a habit over the last few years of lifting for the big games and being flat against some of the more ordinary teams. So they'll be ready for this. But I think I think South can cover the spread. I think uh, the under is probably the strongest play in the game. For uh, and uh, once again, rain up in Sydney. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we mention it anymore. We just sort of uh, we just sort of goes part and parcel of of. Uh, of Sydney weather, I think if it's fine, we might mention it as a bit of a uh, bit of an outlier. Uh, but uh, and two good defensive sides up there, so it should be a uh, should be a titanic uh, battle at the uh, at the bottom of the mountain. Yeah, it should be an absolute uh, absolute ripper there. Uh, you know, all the uh, all the floodwaters are probably just wheezing their way down uh, down OB. But uh, you know, unlike Melbourne, Sydney Sydney stars and New South Wales can tend not to spend uh, spend a good eighteen of their twenty four hours a day talking about the weather. So. <laughs> Uh, it's hardly been noticed up here. And we go, we go from one great clash to the top of the table AFL clash for oh, round three, two undefeated sides, Carlton versus Hawthorne. Uh, it's the early game at the MCG. Carlton $1.63, Hawthorne $2.34, the line minus eight and a half, the over and under 166.5. Who would have thought these two teams, both two and zip, top of the table clash, one versus two. Um, yeah. Look, looks looks a fantastic game on paper. I think Carlton will be too strong. Yeah. Um, I, I won't make any uh, outlandish statements like last week <laughs> when I said Port Adelaide were the biggest uh, moral of the season to beat Hawthorne. They only lost by sixty four points, so I'm going well. Uh, but yeah, this this uh, promises to be a, a great game on uh, on Sunday at the MCG. Yeah, two new coaches, both undefeated, so one will be uh, moving forward, other than the draw at three and zero. So it'll be a good start for both teams. Obviously, one coach moving on to three and zero. I just think Carlton's form line probably reads a little stronger in the teams that they play with the Bulldogs and the Rich, Richmond. Uh, but, I mean, geez, Hawthorne going over to Port last week and putting 10-goal uh, victory, you can't really uh, discredit that at all. I think, um, you know, there's not there's not too much in this. The money has definitely come for Hawthorne, plus 14.5 down to plus 8.5 now. I think that's probably where about it's rock bottom. Um, I'm surprised it's kind of moved that 
far, OB, just with uh, Carlton have got some important ins with both Chera and Martin coming in. Uh, so really, uh, you know, this is almost the first time, well, it will be the first time we see the full midfield going for Carlton. So I think with the Twin Towers, they, don't, they probably don't expect to uh, kick nine between them up front, but I just think uh, they'll, they'll get too much supply in the midfield for Hawthorne. I just can't see the depth in the Hawthorne midfield overcoming a Carlton midfield that's definitely on top of its game. Uh, so I think I think you probably show a bit more. You can show patience, bet Carlton late, but I, I think eight and a half seems pretty attractive now. Uh, I'm surprised the totals also moved down. I know uh, these two teams have become overscoring uh, teams, and 170 seemed about right, and uh, overnight it's dropped down to 166 and a half. So if that trend continues, I'll uh, I'll be shading the over in this game as well. And it's not on the run sheet, and I'll put you on the spot. But uh, battle of the coaches' box: Michael Voss, Sam Mitchell. Who would you pick first? Playing days, in playing days, oh, Mitchell was pretty good, but I'm, Vossi's Vossi's one of the all time greats. So, um, not so much his coaching record so <laughs> far, but definitely on the field, uh, he just out muscle Mitchell, wouldn't he? They're two different types of players, yeah. but uh, yeah, Vossi for me. It's a it's a great discussion. I'd love to have pick two um, because Mitchell. yeah, they'd they'd be oh both terrific players. You know, seven yeah, premierships between yep. them. Yep. I think they've captained probably six of those uh, premierships. Or Hodge actually. Co- captain a couple of the Hawks, but fantastic players on field. Now it's transitioning to the coaches' box, so yeah. uh, good luck to both the coaches there. As we move across to the NRL, Manly versus Canberra, Saturday night, five thirty at Mudgee, taking the game to the fans. Manly a dollar forty four, Canberra two dollars eighty. The line minus six and a half, over under forty one point five. Top rope. Uh, what's the value there? Yeah, absolutely love the Raiders in this game. I don't know if Manly have been playing particularly well. They've- Lost their first couple and they beat the Bulldogs, you know, by a single point. You know, it was just pretty bad rain there. But uh, now you'll be surprised to hear OB, the, the weather wasn't great in Sydney. But uh, it was, um, yeah, a pretty uninspiring performance. Yeah, Dennis usually takes a while to get his team wound up. The Raiders probably put together the best half of footy this year uh, when they kind of came back against the Titans. Jack Whiten was kind of showing, you know, flickers of his Dally medal winning form there. So, uh, and I'll take plenty from that game. I think the plus is a wonderful, wonderful bet. And I, I, you know, if you're in a tipping comp, I'll be tipping Canberra rather than Manly. I think Manly has still got a fair way to go. I don't think they fully know how to use Jake Boybridge right now. He's lost a bit of speed. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm all over the Raiders this one. And uh, Daly Cherry Evans just popped over another field goal uh, last week. Um, I know he's got some critics out there, uh, DCE, but he just uh, he keeps on keeping on, doesn't he? Yeah, I've got no idea why it's a critic. So, you know, it's probably his, uh, his, his private school last name. It's probably the fact, uh, you know, he's well-spoken, which doesn't always wash that well in rugby league. But uh, um, he is a uh, bloody good player. He can kick a field goal better than probably anyone in the league, uh, particularly in, in kind of crunch situations, and just gets the job done time after time. So he's a great player, Daly Sherman. And, yeah, if Manly don't want him, he'll always be welcome at Canterbury, that's for sure. We haven't touched on the Bulldogs yet, but we'll leave them alone. <laughs> Trent Barrett's made a couple of big moves at selection, which he had probably had to do. Well, sorry, I say Trent Barrett's done it, but it's probably Gus Gould. Uh, we all know who's coaching the side up there. But, um, yeah, as we uh, we go through the rest of the AFL games for the weekend, uh, the showdown tonight, I'm not sure if anyone in Melbourne will be watching this. <laughs> There's another game on at the same time. Adelaide 3.05. Uh, Port Adelaide, $1.40, the line, 9.5, over under 159.5. I don't think there'll be any friends in that betting. No, 
uh, Lee, that would be tough enough watching the replay, I think. OB, <laughs> no betting in that game. As we go on to the next game, GWS Giants versus the Gold Coast Suns. GWS dollar fifty eight, Gold Coast two forty five. The line minus ten and a half, over under one fifty point five. I'm a bit of a fan of the Suns at the moment. I think GWS are a little bit shaky. So any value there? No, I think it's tough. I think I think the market, both of them, uh, around the right way. The line and the total. This, uh, you know, as uh, Top Row keeps mentioning, the weather up in uh, in Sydney is not great. So the total uh, is low balling around the one fifty. So there will be some fluctuations depending on how much rain there is for that game. So we'll just monitor that, but I think the line's pretty much about right. And as you said, uh, the Gold Coast definitely have their fans. And moving on to the next game, Brisbane versus the North Melbourne Kangaroos on uh, Saturday night up there in Brisbane. Dollar oh seven, the Lions. North Melbourne nine dollars. The line minus forty three point five. The over under one sixty three point five. Any uh, any hope the Kangaroos? All money for Brisbane. They open 40 up to 43. I think they'll discontinue. And if Brisbane turn up, they can put any kind of number on. So tough to get involved in that game, I think. As we move on to the Sunday game at uh, the Docklands, St Kilda, $1.92. Richmond, $1.92. The line at uh, at even there and over and under 164.5. I know you're a bit of a, a Richmond fan here, MG. What's the uh, what's the market telling you? Yeah, I like Richmond. Uh, they open minus four favourite Richmond and uh, the money has been for St Kilda. Uh, looking at the teams and the form and everything like that, I'm, I'm pretty keen on Richmond here. So uh, just going to show patience, see how the week Folds out, but yeah, happy to be on pick and also going to lean to the over total in this game. I think uh, open 162, it's just climbed a few points to 164. I'm keen. I think it's another, it's probably about a goal short for me, OB. So I think it'll close closer to 170 and I think there'll be plenty of points in this game. And the final AFL game for the round is the battle of who has more fit players uh, between West no Coast betting. and Fremantle. Um, yeah, look, I think both both teams are sort of decimated with... Uh, yeah, the teams get announced tomorrow, so there'll be some betting going up uh, after that when we when we see the lineups. Well, I think you probably even have to wait to see who runs out yeah. for that one. It's too, uh, yeah, too much uh, on, uh, too much speculation there. Also, a couple of big games in the AFLW this weekend, uh, Melbourne and uh, Brisbane, uh, Premier League final at the MCG. Fantastic spectacle for women's football. Yep. Uh, Melbourne two dollars oh four at the MCG. Brisbane uh, favourites here at a dollar eighty. The line uh, three point five and the over under uh, sixty nine and a half. Uh, fantastic to have the game at the MCG. Any uh, any way you're leaning there? Yeah, OB, I tipped you Brisbane. I wanted the market to come out. I can't believe Melbourne Ashton come out favourite in the market. I thought it'd be uh, probably one to three points Melbourne side, and I was looking to back Brisbane. Uh, but bookie's too good on this occasion. They've come out Brisbane favourite. I think it'll be close, but I'd rather be with Brisbane. Oh, so I'm 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 a bit of a fan of Melbourne. Good coach, mixed in here. Look, I know yeah. Craig Starsvich is a great coach as well. Um, you know Taylor Harris is playing well. Uh, Elisa Bannon on the wing, Daisy Pierce. Um, yeah, they've got some fantastic players. Sounds Melbourne. like you're talking yourself into a bet there. <laughs> oh. I wish I could. The second uh, preliminary final is the Adelaide Crows and the Fremantle Dockers uh, at Adelaide Oval. Uh, the Crows dollar thirty five, Fremantle three dollars thirty. The line minus ten and a half, over under sixty three point five. Big news uh, over in Adelaide that the Port Adelaide Power are trying to get Aaron Phillips as their inaugural uh, yep. marquee player. So hopefully that doesn't uh, doesn't throw the Crows, but they look too strong uh, over there at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, hopefully she goes out with a premiership. We uh, we backed them quite a few months ago. Uh, I think it was around the four fifty price there for the premiership. So hopefully they just get the job done. They beat Freo pretty com- 
convincingly uh, during the year. I think it was round seven. So hopefully at home, they'll get the job done. Yeah, Kiara Bowers and uh, Antonio there for the Dockers might have something to say about that. But as we look to the NRL, remaining games for the round, New Zealand Warriors 225 up against the Brisbane Broncos at $1.66, the line uh, three and a half there and the over-under 43.5. Kevy Walters started the year well, but he's uh, just uh, hit a few hiccups lately. Which uh, which way are you learning top rope? Yeah, battle between two simpletons coaching this side, Kevin Walters and Nathan <laughs> Brown. Don't expect to see or defensive genius at play. Uh, game at Redcliffe. I'm not sure what the people at Redcliffe have done to deserve this game, but uh, they've got it. Uh, don't love this game from a betting point of view at all. I'd rather be on the Warriors as, as, as small underdogs. I think they've got the, the, the best player on the field in, in, in well, in Adam Fanua Blake. Yeah. You know, you know, Payne Haas has been great, but I think Fanua Blake can really punch holes in the side. Yeah, leaning towards the Warriors, but not a great deal of confidence. As we look to uh, the Cowboys and the Roosters uh, up there in North Queensland. Uh, the Cowboys two eighty five, Roosters a dollar forty four. The line six and a half, and the over under forty point five. Uh, any hope the uh, any hope the Cowboys? Yeah, better than wait the Cowboys. I'll be back in with the plus and uh, straight out here. Uh, early season home underdogs of four or more in the opening four weeks of the year five and over this year. Cover it about sixty eight percent, dating back to two thousand and eight. Uh, and backing them head-to-head has a plus 20% POT. So, uh, you know, Cowboys have, have, have conceded the fewest points all year. Our Roosters need this, but they're not great travellers away from the SCG. Picking the favourite, I will be jumping all over the Cowboys. Oh, there's one for you out there, listeners. Uh, and the next game, the Storm and the Bulldogs. Uh, Storm, $1.16, Canterbury, five twenty-five. The line, minus 14.5, over under 40.5. The Bulldogs have made some selection changes. Uh, they've wielded the axe. Uh, any uh, any hope for the uh, the mighty Trent Barrett Bulldogs? Well, it was it was wonderful to see Jay Nockenbor drop last week and Jake Avarillo not playing halfback. It was a real real delight. Probably the first time I've enjoyed watching Canterbury in about two years. So uh, nice to see. Uh, only went down to Manly. I think the line here is probably a touch too big. Uh, Melbourne News haven't covered any of their any of their three games this year. They've covered just one of their last five as a favourite of twelve and a half or more points. The dogs cover nine or fourteen, getting double digits. I'll take the plus, but the best bet in the game is the under. Uh, the under is twenty-five and nine when there is a double-digit favourite in the first four ends of the year. So uh, strong underplay in this one. And the final NRL game is the six fifteen game on Sunday. It's the Raystoneless Parramatta Eels, a dollar thirty against the St George Illawarra Dragons, three fifty-five. The line minus nine and a half, over under thirty nine point five. Any uh, any value bets there, top rope? Don't love the game from a betting point of view. Lean the minus. The, the the price is starting to go off. It's seven and a half up to nine and a half here. Uh, I don't think Andrew McCullough's going to play for the Dragons. He's a pretty key part of what they do defensively. They were very very poor last week against the Sharks. Uh, lost a couple of players as well. Cody Ramsey out to injury now too. So. Uh, leading towards the minus, but not a great difficulty. As we look at the AFL futures markets, uh, not much a movement there. Demon still uh, out in front at four dollars. Brisbane at six fifty. The Swans at eight. The the doggies uh, come in probably slightly eight fifty, and then sort of double figures for the rest. Carlton Geelong. The power you can almost write your own ticket for the power. Uh, anything there, MG? No, nah, not for the moment. Just uh, happy to be trucking along on Brisbane. I think there's. Uh, 
Yeah, the, the top two look like they're, they're they're clearing at the moment for me. Ob, I think Melbourne and Brisbane, and uh, you know, I think you're guessing on the rest just at this stage. As we look at the NRL futures, uh, it's probably a, a two horse race at this stage. Uh, top rope, Penrith at four dollars, the Melbourne Storm at five. Uh, the Roosters still there at eight dollars. The Eels uh, shortened up a little bit at eight fifty, and then the Rabbitohs at eleven. And uh, Manly, Cronulla, and Brisbane sort of round out the rest. Any uh, any big market movies or fancies there, top right? Yeah, plenty of good judges on on Parramatta. They've kind of drifted, uh, sorry, firmed into uh, uh, single digits this week on the back of a very impressive win over Melbourne. Oh, I certainly couldn't take them at the price, but certainly uh, uh, plenty of money for them around the place. Uh, but yeah, storm at five dollars still the value for me. Yeah, I think you'll get a. Uh, a better price on the Roosters. I think they're a very good chance of going down this week, but uh, I still think they're right in the mix. Yeah, Trent doesn't get them worked up in the opening month of the year, so uh, no no problems taking them at the eight dollars. But I think you could get eight fifty nine dollars up this weekend. Beautiful. And uh, MG, any uh, any last words for the uh, for the punters out there? No, I'd be hanging my hat on, uh, on 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 Richmond and looking maybe to back the overs there in that game. But uh, yeah. Hopefully some better quality football more than last night. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing your game, the Hawks against uh, against the uh, King, uh, Carlton. So we'll see how that pans out. Beautiful. Thank you, uh, MG, for all your AFL stings for $22 a week in the little birdie.live shop for all your AFL betting action. Uh, top rope, you can locate the uh, GGOA, the greatest game of all, for $22 a week in the little birdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. Uh, any last uh, any last tips for the uh, for the punters out there, top rope? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, after Black Saturday last week, uh, my two best bets were on Saturday this week, so that causes some cause for concern. But uh, I'm back in the Raiders Plus and the Cowboys Plus is the two best of the week. Beautiful. Thank you, MG, and thank you, Top Rope. That's a wrap for this week's Friday Lines. Uh, thanks to uh, MG and Top Rope once again uh, for their beautiful insight into uh, AFL and NRL for this week. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter or Instagram. And remember, for all your betting action, you can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next week. And don't forget to join our Nicoletta on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action review. Oh.